0: Well, we've made several recommendations in our policy paper today. I suppose um, what many people aren't aware of is that the state spends approximately 13 billion euro annually on government contracts Um, so there's a massive amount of potential there for small businesses indigenous Irish businesses to avail of that and it could go an awful long way to achieving the sort of um, regional balance that we're looking for in job creation across the state and uh, and supporting um, domestic business Um, so our priority is to ensure that you know that that those who are awarding contracts on behalf of the state um understand what they're doing and are trained um to 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 um to deal with those levels of contracts um so we're proposing mandatory Training for government purchasers, um, and we're um, we're also proposing that rather than sort of one size fits all big government contracts being awarded centrally, that they actually be broken up into regions and lots, and um, so that um, smaller businesses have the opportunity to tender and to compete for those contracts um, around the country. Can I just
1: ask you about that particular one, for example? How how do you propose that would work in 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 reality? Like, how can you ensure that you get the best deal? Because you know. Obviously, there's a, there's an issue of scale here. Bigger companies may well be able to offer a service for a cheaper price than sure, a smaller sure. company.
0: I suppose uh, the the key thing is that while price is really important, it isn't the only issue. And um, I think that it has been drummed into government purchasers that, you know, the bottom line is the only thing that matters. But in fact, that the cost to the state... Um, can can be huge um, by driving out of business small competitors in, in the regions and in other parts of the country. So for just one example that I would have uh, seen at first hand is um, the provision of, of um, contracts for books to local libraries. Uh, that was outsourced um, and they decided that all of the libraries in the state would be serviced by one provider. That contract actually ended up leaving Ireland and a huge number of small publishers, um, actually, ended up going out of business or laying off almost all of their staff. Um, so it's about having a regional balance and ensuring that you know that we don't necessarily just look at um, at the the bottom line, um, but also look at the, the the direct cost to the state in terms of job seekers allowance, unemployment benefit mm-hmm. for 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 those who are pushed out of business. Um, so what we're proposing to do is to follow the example of Scotland, um, which is a, a really simple um, process. It, there's a regional focus um, and they award multiple contracts rather than just a small number of national contracts and it's proving to be very very successful Um small businesses are benefiting um, the users are benefiting and and the government is benefiting as well so there's a social a positive social impact positive economic I- impact um, and it, 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 um, it benefits um, small towns villages um, and the regions as well as Um, as the the bigger national contract. Isn't
1: there a danger, though, Deputy Creighton, that you could maybe paralyse the the, the public service, whereby they're so terrified of of making a mistake that they simply won't get things done?
0: Um, Look, I mean, what we're trying to do is actually equipped the, the state um, to be able to deal with public procurement. I mean, we are actually in the lowest 10% of EU countries in terms of transparency and openness um, when it comes to public procurement. That's a finding of the European Commission. Um, there was a survey carried out by the uh, um, the Irish Independent in 2014 which showed that nearly 40% of Irish businesses considered that there is widespread corruption in the public procurement procurement uh, tendering system in Ireland. So there is no confidence in the system, and with good reason there's no confidence in the system in this country. And what we're proposing is to make it very, very transparent. We want to move entirely to e-tendering, which is something that, unfortunately, uh, Minister Brendan Howland has said he has no interest in doing. But that is the best practice. That's what's happening in other countries
1: Perhaps I could just ask you about another issue. Um, you mentioned the Independent there and your constituency rival for Fine Gael, Kate O'Connell, is writing in the Independent today. She's writing about how she's in favour of repealing the Eighth Amendment. We've heard from medical practitioners such as Rona Mahoney, for example, about how difficult it is to work with the Eighth Amendment. And we know that 4,000 women travel to Britain every year. Is it not time that we made life a little bit more practical for for patients and for doctors, indeed, and, and repeal the Eighth Amendment?
0: Well, I think that the Irish medical profession have performed extremely well um, over many decades in ensuring that we that we protect um, the lives of both babies and and mothers, and that's my priority. And I think that that's a really really important priority. And uh, look, you know, there are different opinions on this matter. I think my opinion is is, is very clear. Um, I believe that it's important to give every every individual, every person, every human being a chance to live. Um, I think that. Ireland and our system in this country does that and you only have to look at um, at the people celebrating you know the fantastic athletes coming home from the Special Olympics today at Dublin Airport um, to, to, to really show and demonstrate how important it is that every life is valued and every life is celebrated. But
1: one final issue Deputy Creighton uh, Dennis O'Brien's uh, high Court action against members of the Committee on Procedures and Privileges. The Fianna Fáil leader, Micheál Martin, saying it's a, it's a threat to democracy. Pascal Dunne, who the Transport Minister, has come out this morning saying he supports uh, all the TDs on the Committee on Procedures and Privileges. Uh, what's your position on this?
0: Well, Renewal Ireland was first out of the traps um, when um, Mr O'Brien uh, tried to have the record of the Dáil um, uh, changed or altered some months ago when Catherine Murphy made her statements in the Doll Chamber. At that stage we called on all party leaders to come forward and defend the integrity and the independence of the Iraqis and I very much stand by that position. Uh, I think this is very unwise, I think it's ill-judged and it's very unfortunate um, that Mr O'Brien has chosen to go down this road. I- totally support and fully stand by the members of, of the committee and indeed by the right of, of Deputy Murphy to uh, to speak on the record in the Dáil about issues that are of huge public concern uh, and we will continue to main that, maintain that position and to support the right of members of the Oireachtas to speak without fear or favour on the floor of the Dáil to highlight issues that are of serious concern to the nation and to our citizens.
1: Lucinda Creighton, Leader of Inua, thanks indeed for joining us here on News Talk Lunchtime.
0: Thank you.